Hello and welcome to another episode of Red State Blues. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Dustin Avore, and I am joined by the Dueling Dans here today. We have Daniel the Political Manual and Dan the Satellite Man back from Caution Shots. He was such a hit on our last one that we had out there, spiking our viewership up at least three people, I assume. He's the guys. first ever return guest. First ever returning guest, yeah. Red State Blues. Too lazy to record Caution Shots, so. Caution Shots will come back at some point. Yeah, at some point. Uh, I don't know why he can't record it. It literally Fills takes up the nothing. Of the show. It literally takes nothing to record a podcast. <laughs> just yeah. open up your computer and record. Can't find get, that free time, huh? I just get bored talking to myself. Now, what's going to be great the worst uh, side of podcasts. What's going to be great uh, for Caution Shots is uh, when we have you start recording them on video and put them on soundstooth.tv. So if you're out there listening, uh, we did launch a new thing on Soundstooth. It is soundstooth.tv. It has hours upon hours of video archive footage of past uh, shows, sketch shows. Uh, we even dropped today a short movie. A, uh, a What would you call them? Uh, what do they call the them? Vignette? A, no, it's a... Uh, Jacob Hatfield dropped Shorts? a sh yeah, short film. Short film is what I'm looking for, yeah. Uh, he dropped a short film today, a brand new short film on soundstooth.tv, so check that out. You can catch our live streams on that site as well, or you can always go to uh, soundstoothnow.com, and that is our Twitch, uh, where you will see all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, Talk Show Inc., uh, uh, what is uh, Landry's uh, horribly titled Thrilling Tuesdays. It should be Terrifying Tuesdays. Thrilling Tuesdays makes no sense. Uh, and also you can catch uh, me occasionally spinning music videos uh, because I'm really bored. Occasionally? So, occasionally. Like pretty, occasionally. Much, pretty much like 10 hours, 12 hours a week at this point. It's my new job. So Occasionally a tweet from Donald Trump gets censored. Yeah. 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 Occasionally. occasionally. Okay, so that's a, that's a good segue so into... one of those MTV VJs that they bring that contest back? Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be the next VJ. I'm going to be uh, the... I'm gonna be the Dave Holmes and like some guy like the Jesse guy is gonna win, you know. Um, but uh, that's a good segue that you had there uh, into the big controversy for our president this week. Uh, which, Pick one. Uh, well, I know, but let, let, let's start. Since you tr talked about Twitter, since the show started, right? Yeah, there's probably yeah we should probably check Twitter now to see what else is uh, going on. But no, uh, this week. Uh, Twitter started to label tweets and fact-check tweets uh, that were either promoting violence or they were just erroneous facts in them. And this then prompted the president to release a executive an executive order uh, to stop this practice, which is insanity. Well, this first one wasn't even a, a violence or anything, but it was about the mail-in, which was just telling you the facts, so yeah. it wasn't even about violence or anything like well, that. Well, the absurdity of the whole thing is Twitter is a private company. The First Amendment, the protection protection of um, private speech is against the government. And so now we have the government protecting or violating the First Amendment of a private company under the guise of... Nailed it. Thanks. Under the guise of Trump feeling persecuted by a private company that he uses um, 
probably more than anybody. So, at the at the heart of this, you brought up the First Amendment, and, and really, uh, this doesn't. Uh, the First Amendment, obviously, a satellite we can have there, uh, but uh, the cybersecurity laws that are in place in uh, in America, there. I think it's Article Thirty Seven of uh, this is it's a, it's the most like it's like one little line. In the when the internet was being created and founded, when Al Gore created the internet, uh, this line says that websites cannot be held accountable for what their users do. This has sort of absolved websites from having to. They can basically do whatever they want, and then say, "We're not going to hold you accountable." Donald Trump is now, with this executive order, attacking this clause that a lot of like liberals have wanted to attack. Because they want to look at like hate speech on things like Twitter and Facebook and say, hey, let's get rid of those people. And used to, the conservative argument was, it's a private company and we have this law that's in place that says you can't do that. And now Donald Trump is opening up the floodgates for potentially after his presidency and, and when Republican tr control is gone, that you you know if you get on Facebook and you tell... Like, if someone gets on Facebook and makes a post that says, hey, go kill yourself, Facebook could be sued for that. And you're going to see more restrictions. Like, this is a, it's, it's one of these, it's like a little bitty line in that legislation that every site uses to defend themselves because they cannot be held accountable. Uh, I cannot remember what's the very famous white supremacist website. It's been around. 4chan or 8chan? No, this is like this is like a KKK website. It's been around since like the 90s when the internet first started. Crackerbarrel.com? Yeah, crackerbarrel.com. Uh, KKK.geocities. No, it's like Stormfront. I think it's called Stormfront. Uh, and Sounds like a great game. It's like a neo-Nazi <laughs> like KKK site. Like Wolfenstein. And, and, and they have used this, this one piece of legislation, this one line, several times because people get on there and they'll organize like hate rallies and they'll say, hey, you know what our users do. And it is right. Facebook. <laughs> well, face. Yeah, it does seem like Mark Zuckerberg's a little bit cautious <laughs> on. Uh, oh, not this week. He's been dragging his feet this week a little bit too. Like he's been thrown on the bus. Uh, dragging his feet. I think he's just came out and pretty much became Trump's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So, but uh, the uh, argument on um, all this is that these sites are not creating any content. They are just a platform, and yeah. so. The creators of the content are the people that you need to go after, not the actual site, the platform. So what makes the internet law so much different than anything else? If like Channel 6 here in Tulsa had a news segment and like Travis Meyer came on and said, hey, you should go out and punch this guy in the face, they could be held liable. If Facebook makes a video and does that because of this law, they can't be held liable. What do you mean Facebook makes a video? If like, if like, a video is posted on Facebook? It, no, I mean, like, literally, like, if Facebook, the website, made a video advocating, like... But wouldn't they be... The, the producer, the creators so of the So you can't say it's the people posting on there. It's literally them. So the way the law the is written, the website is not responsible for the actions of its users. So therefore, if they say something... If the users go out and do it, they are not responsible. It is a very, very like it is literally like one line in the law and has been used so many I'll times. Just change that a little one, bit. one little thing that only um, myself, Dan the Satellite Man, and Devo and Tim know. Um, 
it's very insider information that we are all internet lawyers. So we yes. do know the in, ins and outs of the internet law. So that's why you're getting you know, this insider information. law and bird law well, and internet <laughs> law. Do, do, and me, COVID do, me, law. do me fair, I've actually researched this for uh, things. Sure. So, like, uh, off what, the internet? Yeah, yes, off the you internet. Do you read some literature? Yeah, I yeah. read some literature. Did yes. you go to a law library? Uh, I went to a law library. Wikipedia? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all closed law libraries. I mean, you got plenty of space to work in Those there right now. Uh, but so yeah, they, they've been labeling Trump's. They're they're labeling Trump's tweets now, and it's an executive order. It doesn't mean too much. Uh, I don't know what action there could be taken against them. Like, uh, well, he's gonna close them down, is what he says. Yeah, know. he doesn't have that power. Well, he also <laughs> says he's gonna go shoot um, people for stealing flat screen TVs. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then Ted Cruz jumped on board today, I believe, as well. Recently, uh, tying Twitter to Iran. Of some sort. I did not read the story, so I'm just going to throw that out there. Zero idea what the tie is to this. That is but, the uh, Ted Cruziest headline. Yeah, that I've heard he in is, quite a while. Uh, somehow they broke the like they there's because there's a deal where you can't deal any kind of business with Iran. Uh, Twitter apparently somehow through sanctions or through sanctions you can't deal with Iran, and somehow Twitter is. Broke that and broke some sort of law. Now, so. th this is how you know this podcast is coming from Oklahoma, because you just heard a Ron reference several times as I ran. ran. <laughs> from somebody who has ran. not ran in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, he's basically Fat saying, jokes. I just looked it up, he's basically saying that uh, since Twitter interacts with Iran and we have an embargo against Iran, then, mm -hmm. then they're violating law, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. We also, like, sold a bunch of, like, Fighter jets to them, so I think we'd have to like. Obama did, yeah. yeah so, Obama did. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, what do you think? Uh, let, well, I'll check Donald Trump's Twitter and see if he's tweet tweeted anything very recently. Um, Probably China or China exclamation point. Okay, we'll, we'll play a little game here. What do you think his most recent tweet? Oh, good game. Has has to do with very solid game. I'm going to go with. I'm going to. I'm going okay. to. I'm going to disallow. Uh, like the last, like when he tweeted, was actually his uh, his uh, video from his press conference today. Yeah. But so let's go with his most recent actual tweet. What was it about? I think I might know that if it's before the press conference. Wasn't he just trying to fix his mistake from last night, saying that's not what he really meant? He was trying to backtrack a little bit. On his statements from last night. So, what what are you going with? Um, World Health Organization. So, uh, first of all, you you guys will have to educate me on his third most recent tweet because I don't know what he's talking about. Is it just China? No, uh, that's a country. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a, obviously a uh, tweet thread because he's got two yeah. three hours ago. Looting leads to shooting, and that's why a man was shot and killed in Minneapolis on Wednesday night. So I won. I or look at what just happened in Louisville when, with seven people shot. I don't want this to happen, and that's what the expression put out last night means. It was spoken as a fact, not as a statement. It's very simple. Nobody should have a problem with this other than the haters. Oh. So the president using haters is just and those looking to cause trouble on social media. Honor the memory of George Floyd. And then the next tweet, like he he, he hasn't tweeted a whole lot uh, today. Uh, the next one is revoke two thirty. What's two thirty? I'm out of loop on this. It just says revoke two thirty. Not sure. He hates two thirty. 
p.m. And that's when the media always well, I mean, attacks him. So good one. 2.30 is a pretty garbage time of the day, but, like, uh, yeah, I don't know what 2.30 is, so let's see if the old internet can... Uh, crappy zip code or something? I'm sure it's some trade deal. Trade. So, again, can we circle back to that tweet? Um, I believe the language was, it is it, I was stating a fact, not a statement. Was that... What he's trying to say is, we, we clearly know that his original intent was that the army's coming and if you loot, we're going to shoot you. Now he's trying to say it and spin zone it and saying what, what he really meant. Who's making an observation? Is that when looting starts, there's going to be shooting, like they're going to shoot each other. Um, that's even a stretch for Trumpsters, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't... I mean, they can make the stretch. I mean, they can make anything a stretch, so... Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so what two thirty is? Uh, what two thirty is is exactly what I was talking about, which it's section two thirty oh, of the internet, internet law yes. that he wants to revoke. That doesn't that, that so the government can't regulate these sites. Well, if there was a Mount Rushmore of internet law scholars, it would have Dan the Satellite Man, yeah. Devo, yeah. myself. And Donald J. Trump on it because we all completely understand. Not Albert Gore. What about Albert Gore? So he wants to change this law that would make him then liable for what he says. Yeah, that's what he doesn't understand. Like, Perfect. he doesn't understand that this, like, if this law is revoked, the social media platforms would basically be like mired in legislation and would go away. Hmm. Like. Every time, like a kid, the worst thing in the world. Well, but every time a kid is like cyber bullied, bring back like, just bring back pictures. Yeah, then there would be a legislation or yeah, I mean, a lawsuit. You could, you could have an actual lawsuit, litigation. and that, that's why there are people legitimately that want this law looked at is because, like, you can't hold those people, those companies accountable. You can hold the people accountable, right. but not the companies for publishing it. Right. So, uh, it is a very, uh, very tricky little piece of law, but it's one of those little things. Uh, you know, those exploitative laws that are written in. Uh, but we might as well get to it. Uh, obviously, the big story this week has been uh, the looting uh, and, uh, well, the death uh, in Minneapolis uh, that is going on. When was the actual, uh, I can't remember the timeline. Like, the timeline seems so weird uh, right now. Monday like, night when the incident happened, right? Yes, Monday night was the murder. Tuesday night was the AutoZone fire. You started, because I sent you guys, like, this is going to blow up on early Tuesday morning. Because uh, the video has started leaking out. I saw it on Tuesday morning early. And I was like, wow, this is yeah. probably one of the worst, like, I mean, there's tons of terrible videos out there. I mean, they're just, yeah. this is one of the ones you're like, okay. so wow, we, this yeah. happened. Like, let's, let's give the, the standard disclaimer. We're three white dudes talking about this. So, obviously... We could never understand what it's like Someone to be. Tan. We can never understand what it's like to be a black person in America, uh, and, and we get that. And I, you know, I remember you say it's one of the worst videos out there. I remember was it Muskogee or Old Mulgee where they went to the guy's garage and just gunned him down. Uh, I believe Muskogee. Yeah, and the guy had like a he had a wrench in his hand, and they <laughs> called that like a threat, and they just like straight up sprayed him with bullets. Like this is, this is this is so heinous because it's so slow and methodical. And there is, like, clearly no threat to this officer that's involved here. 
Especially well, yeah, ex, ex officer, I guess you should say. I mean, when you. Yeah, first, we just call it a piece of garbage. Well, when, when you first see it, you only think there's just that one officer doing it. And then the backstory is that there's two other ones behind that car. Yeah. Holding him, and that makes it even worse. Yeah, like. Well, the fact that, you know, in most of the cases that we see of police brutality, the cops can at least say, my life was in danger, I acted irresponsibly, out of fear. But George Floyd was in handcuffs. He was in handcuffs, he was already subdued. Like, you know, there was the case here in Tulsa several years ago, the old dead town bar where the bouncer choked a guy out and killed him. And, uh, like, that was, you know, the same thing. They kind of said, like, yeah, he was already subdued. You kept choking him out, and you did it. You murdered him, basically. Like, this guy was already subdued. Like, and... It was zero threat to anybody. He was yeah. in handcuffs. Yeah, Z- like, like, what else are you supposed to be doing? He's there, like... I believe they also already patted him down. Yeah. So they knew he had no weapons on him. And it doesn't matter. He's in cuffs. Unless he's, like, the great Houdini... And he's not going to be able to get any weapons out. So, the like worst case scenario, this guy runs away. Who gives a shit? That's my yeah. problem. Like, it's like stop it. He's not out. He's not a violent offender. He's if he not runs away, that just means more charges that you can throw yeah. against him. Yeah. That's so frustrating. Yes, you were saying. Sorry, I, my, my frustration level boiled over. Yeah, I don't know. If this was an isolated incident, yeah. it would not be quite as frustrating. It'd be a tragic shame, and just one person making a horrible mistake as a police officer having malice in their heart. But it's not that at all. It's institutionalized racism and systemic racism. And I think... From a police, you know, police force that had issues already. Yes. Something has to change. Allegedly, this guy had already had lots of issues. Like, yes. Like, uh, the, it had dropped today that Amy Klobuchar could have prosecuted him for something. Now, whether or not he would have actually been convicted... People can pontificate on that and, and do whatever they want, but this guy has issues in the past. There is a history uh, of issues with him, and he's still on a police force. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand like a, a a a job like that where people can just stay on a force. Like, considering so many other like public servants, like teachers, if they do one thing wrong, they're gone. Like, I mean, if a teacher accidentally accidentally strangled strangled a kid um, <laughs> while they were handcuffed I don't think they would you know get a second chance or <laughs> let's wait and hear this whole one out for a couple months yeah I don't think this is insane I it's insane yeah I like I'm talking yeah I mean like literally like <laughs> in the state of in the state of, in the state of there's Oklahoma, the weekly roo-roo in the state of Oklahoma <laughs> in the state of Oklahoma a teacher can't fight back a student. Like, a student can come punch you, and if you fight, if you push them back, you'll get fired. But, like, this is ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's So, the other part of this, though, obviously, and we all knew kind of what was probably going to happen, the narrative switch from that to the violence and the looting and, I don't want to say rioting, um, but because it has negative connotations to it, uh, but... Like, it's a red herring. Like, it, it, it gives people something to focus on instead of the real issue. It creates a, a false equivalency between somebody being murdered in the streets and then somebody, you know, stealing rollerblades from Target. Those are not 
equal equal crimes, and they should not be considered as such. Yeah, and that argument is absurd. And you know, I, I it's very simply, you know, I, I think I saw the best explanation this week uh, from uh, one of the hosts of uh, the uh, Laughter and Lyrics podcast, uh, Duke Durant. Uh, he said uh, he happens to be a black guy himself, uh, served in the military and everything. He's like, look. They take from us, we take from you, right? Like, you know, we take from them, basically. Like, that's why the looting, you know, they, that's the anger that comes from the looting and things like that is like, well, this is how we can get back at you is by taking stuff from the businesses that you own and, and things like <coughs> that, which obviously doesn't play well for people in the middle or conservative side of life. But but no, if, if you live in reality... And if you also live in a marginalized community and you see the police um, creating injustices on a regular basis, like happened on Monday, what is your recourse? Because, you know, you see it happen on a regular basis. This one's in the news because it was recorded. Otherwise, they would say that he was resisting arrest and, you know, they were fighting for their lives and had to, you know, something bad happened in, in the event. But since it was recorded that can't happen um so and then even though it's recorded it's not there's no justification you know for and no punishment for the officer and so what would you expect a marginalized community to do in response other than you know to get attention and to try to draw yeah you know not it's not necessarily good attention, but it's more of a spotlight on this issue. Do you think we have a, either one or two protests coming up here in Tulsa this weekend? Do you do you think GT Bynum shows up to any of them, Mister Live PD himself? Do you think he dares show up to one? I think if he did, he would be immediately asked about Live PD from people <laughs> yeah. like Mark Lewis and other yeah. um, city organizers. So, uh, look, you know, it goes without saying that it's, it's uh, we, we both, uh, two of us thought that Joe Biden did a great job today when he spoke about uh, what's going on in Minneapolis. He um, didn't use the word thug. Which well, I has, didn't say that he didn't do a good job. He did, you you said, can just tell that he's old. Yeah, old. you can tell he's, he's old. old. He's an old guy. He's 77 years old. Who's but, if he yeah. would just come out and say he's only going to be doing this for four years, it makes a huge difference. He and, is, he is dragging out the VP thing a little bit, and I, you know... Well, for good reason, because one of them once had some bad stuff come out. So, oh, what, what, which one? Amy. Oh, yeah, but not, she, she wasn't going to be a VP. Well, I think... I don't know, last week she was pretty I, high on the list. I think the delay is because there's kind of a lot going on in the yeah. media right now. We have not mentioned the 100,000 COVID deaths oh, yeah. on this pod yet. Yeah. And that's kind of a big deal that 100,000 oh. people have died from a pandemic. Well, that's because we live in Oklahoma and COVID's cured here. Don't yeah. you know this? Well, it never got here. Oh, yeah. It never yeah. got here. Yeah, got news all around. The, the, well, meat, unless you're getting the meat plant, but that's... The inability of people to realize... Uh, well, okay, I want to say one thing, or a couple more things about the what's going on in Minneapolis. First of all, this week on social media, you saw the people come out, as they always do. It's like, there are there's, some of the cops are really good people. It's like, yeah, we know that. <laughs> like, yeah, but this was the first time, you know, I had a lot of Republican friends, the people that actually have the flags with the blue stripes on it, 
on their profile pages. This was one of the first cases where you actually saw like, holy cow, this is terrible, that cop. Like there was yeah. none of that justification. Holy cow, we can't yeah. Um, yeah. Like find a scapegoat for this. Like, no, there's no escape there was no scapegoat. Like, yeah, but they're like, you know, yeah, I, it's just very, I, I still see it every once in a while of just people say, well, not all cops are bad. Well, yes, not all cops are bad. Like, not all of everything is bad. I, like, there are good people. I'm sure there was, like, a nice Nazi. But, like, it doesn't oh, mean... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Nazi synthesizer. <laughs> yes, clearly. Yes, yes, and Nazi. Yeah. Synthesizer, whatever that means. Like, um, like anyway. Schindler from Schindler's List was a was a nice Nazi. But like, thank you. But you know, doesn't mean you can't talk about how the system is horrible, and it just breeds like this, like sort of anger and hate and everything else. And, and right. I get it. Being a cop is tough. Absolutely, one of the hardest jobs. But this is be this is like just absurd and beyond. I'm sure if I was a cop, I would just hate everybody because dealing with people would be awful. Yeah, people are pretty terrible. Yeah. But I did not to, you know, steal from Twitter because I hear it's China. completely hijacked by a Iran. 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 Um, Iraq and Iran. We gave them all those likes. If there are tweets. 10 bad cops and 1,000 good cops see it but don't say anything, then you have 10,010 or 1,010 bad cops. Yeah, basically. Uh, so, yeah. But then you also gotta factor in there's unions and there's political games and all these places. Well, yeah, there's unions and things like that, but you also, like, this is, like, this is being a dirty cop. Like, yeah. unions don't, pr like, protect dirty cops. They don't. That's what internal affairs is for. They don't protect dirty cops. They might protect dirty cops when it comes to, like, you know, I don't know, some things, but not like murdering black men. I would say to just throw out there that unions don't protect dirty cops everywhere is probably stretching. Might be a little far reaching. Far reaching. Well, I would say on the most part, yeah, probably not. Yeah. But there's definitely parts where there's probably higher up union guys that are like, we don't want that to get out. We're going to protect our image and. Tell Officer O'Malley to shut so, up. Yeah. Because we got to sweep this under the rug. We know, we know his problem. We'll watch him. We can handle this internally. Mm -hmm. But then it turns out you can't handle it. Oh internally. no! Yeah, you, like yeah, this this guy like allegedly has a history of this and like clearly should have been removed from this position. Like this guy has like and the, the crappy thing you know. Really, he was a Florida resident. Well, the, the crappy thing that you know about. <laughs> I don't know the fact checking on that yet or but, not for sure, but. He apparently mailed in his ballot in 2018 to Florida. I hear that's a crime. So or I guess he's be. a fraud, a, a fraudulent voter. But you guys, you guys, you guys know the reality of this, and what sucks about it is like that, and because we dealt with it here in Tulsa, is you know police departments and like bad officers are like it's like the Catholic Church and like priests that molest little boys. You just get shipped off to another department somewhere. Like they leave the like Tulsa police force and they go work for some sheriff's department somewhere. Like because Hashtag Betty Shelby. Because you yeah, because you can always get a job at some podunk sheriff's department that doesn't care, because you know like well you were you were done wrong by them city slickers, so we're gonna have you down here and we'll take you know, care of you. Yeah, like so I don't know. It's a very depressing thing. Uh, it's been a rough week. Uh, it is kind of a uh, you know uh, 
It seems like but when like the COVID like restrictions were in place and officers were having to be more distanced from people, none of this was happening. And now that COVID restrictions are gone, it's right back to happening. <laughs> so uh, we ease into it by having the vigilante justice yes, in yes. South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, vigilante justice, all that stuff. But speaking of COVID, as you mentioned, we do have 100,000 COVID deaths, over 100,000 now. Uh, uh, in the state of Oklahoma, it seems like cases are on the decline. Uh, and Steady. Yeah, like, there wasn't the spike this week that I was in, anticipating. Still um, a week away. Yeah, there could still be. Uh, it'll Because, you know, it, the, you know, it's like, I keep, you know, I've said it numerous times, we keep kind of extending when we think that these spikes might be uh, there. We kind of saw maybe a Mother's Day spike a little bit. Maybe we'll see a Memorial Day spike. Certainly at the Lake of the Ozarks, we might see a Memorial Day spike. Uh, we're seeing trends of where it hits, though. Now we're we're getting more data. We're yeah. finding out where it's really uh, and the churches and the, the the plants the meat plants yes yeah. you're seeing that that's why in arkansas but they did have the swimming party but you know were they inside at the swimming party inside is really the bad place to no, be the inside. um and as you may be be able to tell from the dogs barking and the birds chirping we are um recording from a safe distance the 13th of augusta as we all yes exactly I outside I, I don't think i've been inside a building with more than five people in it since March. I had to run to a local grocer, um, first name Jeff, um, <laughs> a couple deep times. Cut, deep cut recently. But I haven't been inside any grocery. Brahms is the, probably the busiest place I've been to. And at one yeah. time I walked to a Brahms and there was like six people in there, all over 65 years old. I immediately got out of there because they looked like they just came from their nursing home. I was like, yeah, not the place for me. I am out of here. So, I mean... That's a good question. Has, does Brahms let you buy stuff from their pantry through the drive-thru? No. I believe so. I think they got to be doing that right now. Well, I, I think they do on a normal basis. I don't think they want you, you know, placing a $150 order. Yeah, but it seems like right yeah. now that would be a good thing to do. I, I've been in, like, uh, literally, I think, two stores. I, I've been to Winco. Well, I went to Sam's one day. So I've been to Sam's, Winco, and Aldi. Sam's is huge. There weren't. I was never within like more than like six feet of anybody. Aldi. You shared your samples with everybody, though. Right? I did. Yes, I licked them all. I did. A, they a, had extra sample cards out that day. I'm sure. Yeah, they did. Uh, I knew this is. You know what COVID is? It's all a secret plot by Sam's and Costco to cut out free samples. <laughs> Because they can't. Do I still it. like that it's still a plot by spirit or the, the Halloween spirit store. Oh yes, to get all the businesses to shut down to <laughs> have more locations. Well, uh, those I mean, but we're in Oklahoma where we kind of have it where it's more spread out. Yeah, uh, but um, Alabama is blowing up right now. They're like but, out but of my. The thing events. about Alabama, the, the minor the minority communities there. You've been to Birmingham. Uh, how those communities are, they're a lot more tight knit than even what we have in Tulsa. Like in Tulsa, you don't have the minority communities that are all living close together. Well, one tie that we do have between Oklahoma and Alabama is um, health risks, which if you have pre-existing condi- conditions, oh, yeah. you're going to end up 
Yeah. Higher rates of diabetes. Yeah, higher but yeah. in, in general, in Alabama, people live closer together than Oklahoma. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I, I would say that if you, it's hard to discern that, you know, getting where the numbers are actually coming from. I, I know if you look at Tulsa County, um, the highest rate of numbers are north of 244. Uh, those and in are, South Tulsa as well. Yeah, which churches yeah south tulsa is the home of mega churches and apartments <laughs> and, and, a lot, apartments and a lot of apartments too so you know it's really it's really tough to deal with this uh fortunately i'm someone that loves the outdoors in the summer so i'm fine zero with, excuse to be inside i'm fine with being on a, on a patio uh i know that there are lots of you know like i would say that our june we can look at like june 15th and say all right that's two weeks after pretty much everything is pretty much opening on monday like, I don't know anybody that's still going to be closed as of Monday. We're in phase three. Yeah, we're in phase three, which is basically everything. Have at it. Yeah. Like everything's the Super Bowl. Yeah, everything's open. So um, so we'll see what that, that's in Missouri. What that looks like. Are we the most open state? Uh, we're the quickest to open. No, I think Missouri was the I think Missouri never put any restrictions on. I don't. I know South Dakota also didn't really have. But nobody lives there. There aren't yeah. people there. But, I mean, like, since May 1st, I mean, we've been able to... I mean, we had 8,000 people at the drag strip. So, I mean, uh, no other sporting event in this country has been as large as the crowd that we had at the Tulsa drag strip. Uh, yeah, I guess... Just trying to see if there's any update on the states that held out uh, on... Yeah, no, everything's from April, so it's probably not uh, too up-to-date. I know if we're talking to people in Missouri that they said that basically there was very little restrictions going on, if any, in most places. So, um, so, which is kind of... Kansas City and the city itself had a lot of restrictions. Yeah, I think maybe it's more of a city thing, which, yeah, which that's got to be... Because well, yeah. I even know Kansas City still has a lot of restrictions yeah. on what they can do and what they can't do. Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas City, Kansas? Because that's got to be a weird thing. <laughs> well, Kansas had more stricter rules yeah. than Missouri somehow. Not really, not somehow. We know why, because of Democrat governor compared to Republican governor. Yeah, so I think that's how it is in Kansas City. I think there's more restrictions on well, the Kansas, if there's Kansas side. Another thing that all, all of us here on the uh, Red State Blues podcast can agree on is that Missouri is garbage. <laughs> I will be avoiding... Uh, St. Louis for the years to come. Yeah, yeah. the Cubs aren't playing there. I have really no reason to go stay there or do anything. So, um, all right. So we do have some uh, state stuff uh, a little bit here. I know we talked about mostly national stuff today. Uh, Governor Stitt just today said he will not be expanding Medicaid in the state of Oklahoma, which means it's even more important that everyone gets out there and votes yes on 802. Yes, on 802, June 30th. June 30th. So if you're listening out there, do not forget that there is... It's a terrible day for uh, a I election. know, it's a terrible yeah. day for an election. Uh, I just think I'm going to be at the lake. I mean, I'm gone already. Well, uh, you can go vote early at, uh, at Tulsa County down there. That's a process. No, it's not. You walk in and vote. They is ask you for your license. And, no. Not a, like, there's a line if you go at like noon or 5 o'clock. There's not a line at like... 3.15 in the afternoon. Like, no one's going to do that. It's an absentee ballot. Yeah, get your absentee ballot. Yeah, it's one of the what most... What is on the absentee ballot? You have to get it, like, <laughs> notarized? Or you... With the absentee ballot, you have to either get it notarized 
or um, like I should probably tell my girlfriend. I don't think her ballots ever counted that because I don't remember her ever going to get it notarized. If she's mailing in a non-notarized ballot, then no, she's never voted. Um, <laughs> if you're not going to get your ballot notarized because you don't want to, um, we talked about this a couple week, weeks ago. The um, Republican-led state house uh, bent over backwards to make sure that everybody who wanted to vote could vote, even in COVID times. Mm -hmm. So if you do not feel comfortable going and getting your ballot notarized in person, you can go to your personal copy machine and make a copy of your driver's license and mail that in mm -hmm. with your ballot because we all have copy machines at our houses. Um, I do, so we're appreciating my mom cannot, life. My mom cannot run a microwave, let alone a copy machine. So all in ones now, those little HP crappy ones for $49. So you have to go buy a $49 copy yeah, machine tax. to vote? Pull, pull tax. That's pretty steep pull tax. But you can also make your own t-shirts. Really? Yeah, all in one, they get the screen prints. So you have to have them notarized. Notarized or yeah. you have to send in a picture and of your... See, I don't think they ever tell away. you that when you get it. Well, unless it's like in the fine print. I think So I wonder how many people are actually sending in their ballots. Because they just send this to you and say, send it back in. I'm sure somewhere in the like, small print it says, yeah. oh, you need to get this notarized. Because they never send you anything back saying it didn't count. <laughs> well, no. The, so, the one person that they probably hired to count these uh, in, the, in, <laughs> in the state, what, whoever's running this. Uh, so I'm going to blame her for Elizabeth Warren not winning because it's really her vote didn't count. Okay, that's, that's probably. Probably going to crush her. Probably won't say that. Sounds like she'll have the red state blues. She will have the red state Probably blues. Probably won't tell her that. But yes, Governor Stitt uh, said that he's not going to do that. So you do need to get out there and vote uh, for uh, for 802. 802. Um, June 30th. Uh, the teachers union is a huge supporter of 802. It's going to help out tremendously uh, with a lot of our support personnel. And like especially paras are going to be able to have uh, health insurance if they normally wouldn't be able to afford it actually help out some school districts too not to mention we're in a pandemic and if we yeah. could get 900 million dollars for spending 100 million dollars um 900 million dollars federal for 100 million dollars state that sounds like a pretty good investment for a billion dollars of health care for our own people because as we all know if you do not have health care you get really sick because you can't go to the doctor then you run up the bill at the end when you need super urgent care. Well, I mean, I have health care, but I still can't use it because it's too expensive to actually use. I use my health care every week, and uh, they just say, you don't know anything today. And I'm like, all right, I don't know how this works. Must be nice. I don't know if I pay. La-ti-da. No, it's fancy not pants. great health care. Fancy <laughs> like, pants It's there. teacher health care. It's not fancy. Pants it's not fancy. Uh, all right, so... Uh, like, yeah, so that's that's going on, Stit. You know, and, and like we talked about, I, I asked you guys earlier when. What does Stit summer wear, by the way? What is his summer wear? He has to. Oh, he has to put up the bomber jacket. He has to put up the bomber. Oh, does he have Columbia? He wears that. He has to, right? I'm trying to remember what he did in the flood coverage last year. He's got to be a Columbia tucked in guy. Tucked in. I think Columbia. he was, wasn't he? Like a Columbia Fisher shirt. Yeah, yeah but tucked I think in. He was. But tucked in. He, he's definitely a tucker. Polo guy for sure. Oh, he, he's a but whatever it is, he's a tucker. T-shirt tucker. He's or a t-shirt tucker. Or his khaki shorts cargo. No, golf shorts. No. Yeah, I think golf I think shorts. they're golf short shorts definitely. Corporate golf shorts. Yeah, corporate golf shorts. He's a businessman. Yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shoes. 
I'm gonna say low for snow socks. Man, I don't want to make him that cool. Well, like <laughs> penny low for snow socks. That's still pretty dope look. You know he's got a sweet pool in his place. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, you know, loafers, no socks. That's, Crocs, yes, That's going to be great for our special guest coming up here in a little bit. We have Jimmy Buffett. Is he in we the garage warming lead. up? We buried the lead that Jimmy Buffett's on the podcast oh, today. That's he's going to play his new very He's going to play his new tune that he just dropped today for can't, us here in a little can't bit. can't travel or play any of his shows. Yeah, uh, him and the core. Oh, could you imagine the parent heads right now? How sad they are. That they're not here. They got all the jealous the shots to, to shoot. Now, shoot now wait a second, though. Like a Jimmy Buffett show... You could do that out in the cove, on like you could do that out in social. Di- a Jimmy Buffett show is meant for be to be out outdoors. Who you know? That's where it thrives is outdoors. There's you, a lot of concerts I don't understand why we're not having. You could easily social distance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you do stuff outside, why not? Like, like I, I don't understand why people say we're not going to have live music until twenty. Go down to the Guthrie Green, put up like put social distancing. Everyone's tough. No, it's not. If you go out and like chalk down squares and say here's where you gotta stay like like you're just you know like that's not hard like I mean if you're just like crappy man you're gonna have 10 people show up anyway well, yeah so. but it's like you know get a baseball chalker and go out there and put like some you know squares distance of six feet apart and say hey you know I hear a- the drillers don't need their baseball chalkers so yeah just go do that you know, there's the way street. you know it, it just you know necessity is the mother of invention and, and this is the so time scared to scared for that image of like Oh, look, there's ten people out there together. Yeah, but that's, like, I think the innovation part of it, too, would be okay. Like, I know they've got concerts at, like, Texas Rangers Stadium that are doing concerts where cars are pulling in. And well, that and we got that one of those coming up in June here in Tulsa. Which just seems like a huge DUI factor. It's like, oh, you can bring your beer, drink it in your car, and then leave well, maybe, the parking maybe, they've, maybe they've adopted an Indy 500 rules, and they just don't yeah. do those. But we have a show here in Tulsa. Uh, Bert Kreischer, who's a comedian, is doing a, a drive-in show, uh, which is apparently these have been going on around uh, the country in a few places. But you know, people, dr- you know, the drive. So is he just going to stand up there and like kind of videotape? I think they're going to like project him onto the screen while he's doing his stand-up show, and people are going to be in their cars and things like that. So I mean, it's it's a way Why around. Can't people just get out and lawn chairs. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at, the, at what the rules of it are, but like, I, I think you can socially distance that way, and it'll be okay. So, but I mean, if it's up driving, you won't be able to see the screen anyway. So, I don't know. It, it's something they're trying something. So good for them. Uh, good for them. We'll ask Jimmy Buffett later. See what his we'll ask you. His take is. Yeah, uh, Finally, we're bringing distance. an expert. Hey man, as long as you're just drinking a Bahama Mama, it doesn't matter, baby. Thanks, Jimmy. Good, good, Do they good. have COVID in Margaritaville? No, it's always COVID free in Margaritaville. We all know that. I haven't seen the stats on the, uh, the statistics on. The only thing I had for AOC read this week is that uh, people were mad at her for like, I don't know, supporting riots or something. I don't know. There wasn't much good this week, so uh, so there's our weekly segment of that of people hating AOC. There wasn't as much hate for her this week. I don't know. Other stuff. Going. There have been other distractions. Other stuff going for sure. She's still bartending her Memorial Day lake parties. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's bartender, right? Oh yeah, still, yeah, yeah, bartender. All um, those bars. Nothing wrong being a bartender out there. Still support your local bartenders, even if you don't go out to bars. Uh, find ways to support uh, bars. Oh, uh, it was signed into law last week or this week. That is what I say. Like, time has like lost all meaning to me because like I, it seems like just yesterday Tulsa was like Close. up on Elon Musk. You know, trying to get him to move Tesla here. Now that well, Stitt was hanging out with him. Yeah, 
Sitting right in Sam Oh my yeah. god. Hanging out with The picture week. of Kevin Stitt next to Elon Musk looked like two like really bad claymation robots or something. <laughs> like they, they, they look like Ultimate two, white guys. They look like two of the people that have no clue about how to interact with other humans. Like Zoolander 3? Yeah, like it's just so, it was so bad. So, all right. Uh, well, we're going to, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, um, just in short, I can't breathe should not be something that someone says right before they die at the hands of the police ever. Period. That's all I got. Fact. Well, so have we, have we decided like on the packs in Oklahoma with the tribes? Is that going to the federal courts? It's the far two, from settled. For the two that were already signed and signed with the new trip. Because I know sports gambling is still waiting on that. Well, being that Mike Hunter, our state attorney, says it's no good, makes me think it's no good. So I'm surprised it hasn't said you're fired. Well, he can't fire the attorney general. Yeah, he can try. He's not the president. Good. Well, you know what that sound means? Pop at the top. That means that our good friend Jimmy Buffett JB? is here. Hey. Uh, James Buffett. Uh, hey, Jimmy. Do you think someone calls him James? Like well, we ask him, he's here. Does he, James? Do you, James, do you have a wife? Does she call you James anytime? Like only when I don't do the dishes. <laughs> all right, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, you changed your voice a little bit from all ago. Uh, but yeah, uh, what kind of dishes are you doing? I figured you just like you know, ate with five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, right? you know, it's yes. always there. Ain't no time for dishes on uh, on the island. Tiki, you get the tiki cups and you gotta clean them out. And yeah, that's true. I, I can imagine cleaning out a tiki There's cup. There's a is, lot of, when you think about it, probably a lot of cups have to be clean, and cleaning out those cups are a pain. That's true. Especially yeah. get the frozen drinks in there, they got all sticky, like pina coladas and everything. Oh, that's true. I, I, I didn't think about that. That is a lot. You sound very well versed in this process. Yeah. Oh, for sure. All right. So, so Jimmy, uh, you wanna you wanna tell us about your new song here, <laughs> Jimmy? I'll let the music do it. It's talking. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Well, it's a classic. All right, well, Jimmy. So what was your motivation for this song? <laughs> yeah, What's Jimmy. the name of the song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dustin, yeah. can you help us out with the... No, uh, no, Jimmy. What was the name of the song, Jimmy? <laughs> well, again, I'll let the, the song do the talking. No sun man. Now, no, I just, I know, I just no. want you all to understand now, I, that in the COVID this, times, is, is we this, needed a little bit of break is this, from all the stresses of the hustle and bustle. Is this song meant to be the antithesis of the Eagles' life in the fast lane? Why, is yes, it? it is. So, well, I, I, while we got you here, I've always wanted that. We're from Oklahoma. Garth Brooks is from Oklahoma. I hate you that guy. Two pina coladas. What do you feel like he's ripping off of your kind of music? So, I mean, it's kind of got a tropical. Yeah, do you, do you, do you he's think, a thief. Do you think Garth was copping your steez there? I mean, my steez was cop. Because I mean, you listen to Garth Brooks. He's got a lot of songs like that. Doctor Pepper. Can we just play the song? song. <laughs> Well, well, we're waiting for you to introduce the song, Jimmy. Like, we need to know what you're getting ready to This song needs no introduction. All right. Here we go. Turn on well, my here's microphone. Jim, here's Jimmy Buffett with his new hit single, The Slow Lane. Live. <laughs> oh, classic. Oh, yeah, this is... Still guitar, right, Jimmy? Yep. All right. <laughs> It's a very slow intro you have. Riding in the snow, 
Jimmy, I'm gonna be honest with you. This song kind of sucks. Woo -hoo. Woo -hoo. Another one you want to play for us? Well, thank you, Jimmy, for being here. That's been Red State Blues. Check us out on Soundstooth. Dot com, the app, soundstruth.tv, and everything else. As always, be safe and make good decisions.